Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise the Lord. I'd like to welcome all you this morning to our uh, Creating a Prayer Culture Prayer Call this morning. It is Monday morning, January the 20th. It is 6 a.m. in the morning. And so we thank the Lord this morning for this Monday morning in 2020 where we get together together. Uh, amen. Today is uh, all tributes go out to Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, today is his day that they celebrate him and all his contributions that he made to society. So we send out our, our love and appreciation for the things that he did uh, while he was with us. Uh, they say he was a man of God and he did some, some great historical work there for the black uh, equality, inequality and justice uh, to the African-Americans. So we thank all of our contributors who have contributed to uh, the African-American cause. And so we thank God for his contribution. Pray that he would be remembered today and, and, and uh, that people would get out and participate in celebrating that portion of the uh, of that black uh, Black American experience, African American experience, Amen. So we thank God for that, Amen. It's very educational. Uh, we think it'll, it'll benefit anyone who takes the time to learn about that portion of history. Uh, we do see the love of God as a in it, Amen. And so we 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 thank God for His contribution, Amen. But this morning we're going to start out. We're going to be talking again about love, and uh, today we're going to again look at love. Uh, the love that came uh, from the Father through the resurrection of his son, Jesus. And I think that is uh, so important that we understand that the resurrection shows the Father himself, how he loved us as believers. And that's so important. We've been talking about relationships, uh, starting with the relationship of the Father and the Son, and now we're seeing today, uh, as we've gone through the litany of relationships, uh, all of them based on love, the Father, the Son, the Son, the Father, the Holy Spirit, uh, the th three that make up the Godhead body, how they all have poured love in our hearts and show love toward us. And we've been able to show love toward each other and show love toward those who persecute us and by praying for them and and uh, choosing to love everybody all the time in every situation because we have the ability to do that because of the love of God that have been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost according to the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 5. So God has given us everything that we need to be able to love. Amen. And there's no greater commandment than that, you know, that we love the, the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength and that we love our neighbors as ourselves. Please put your phone on mute, y'all. And so we thank the Lord this morning for the spirit of love being in us. Amen. And we're going to look at this morning how the Father demonstrated that love through us, to us, through his son Jesus, and through the resurrection of his son Jesus, that that love continues today because Jesus got up out of that tomb. Amen. And so we give the Father the praise for that. That was an awesome undertaking uh, of a demonstration of love that he did not just allow him to die and stay in the grave, but the love of the father and the love he had for us caused him to raise him up so that it could be complete, that the cycle could be complete. Uh, the love that the father intended for all of us who are benefactors now of that love. And so we thank the Lord for that this morning that we see that the resurrection of Jesus Christ, just like his death, just like his burial, the resurrection completed the cycle, man. 
And that shows to us that the Father himself loves us as believers, especially believers. He loves everybody, unbelievers too, but especially believers. And so we're going to pick up that um, argument this morning and uh, kind of go through uh, some verses this morning just to, just to build on that love and just encourage us uh, that we're on the right path to, to, to be talking about love, to be praying about love, to be learning more and more about love. And looking at love through God's perspective, you know, and everything that God did for us was based on love. Everything that his son Jesus did was based on love. Everything that the Holy Ghost is doing right now to continue that work and to show us love and to demonstrate that love through his leading and guiding us into all truth and bringing everything back to our remembrance that Jesus taught while he was on earth with his disciples. You know, it's all about love. You know, all 66 books of the Bible is about love. You know, that's that's the love of the Father right there. We call it the love letter of the Father, specifically in 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. It details love and, and the impact that it can have. But the whole 66 books is really a love letter to all believers, unbelievers, la-di-da-di, everybody. And so it behooves us to open up this book and read this love letter sometimes. If you really want to feel the full impact of the love of the Father, then we have to open up his message to us and begin to read it and just see how the love of God is just poured out on these pages, man. I just thank God for it. Amen. So we're going to take a look at that again this morning, the resurrection, how the Father used it to show the love of God for his, for, for his people uh, through the resurrection of his son, Jesus. He didn't leave him in that grave. Love, he let love raise him up. And he's letting us know that through resurrection power, that love can work in our lives too, based on that finished work. Amen. And we don't take it lightly this morning. So let's check in this morning and get into this word and uh, and then come back with prayer this morning. So amen. Abba Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, Lord, in earth as it is in heaven Give us this day, Father, our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Lord, it all belongs to you. So as we come this morning, Father, we thank you, Holy Spirit, this morning. We trust you, Holy Spirit, this morning to lead and guide and direct our thoughts this morning. Help us to bring all of our thoughts right now in agreement with the will of God. And we believe this morning because we choose to believe this morning that God's word is true and his word lets us know that the father uses uh, the resurrection of his son Jesus as he used every other aspect of his life to demonstrate to us, to prove to us, to show us above all things that the resurrection was the father's love to us just like anything else he did through his son. So we receive the resurrection. We receive the resurrection power of God this morning to be able to empower us and enable us with the ability to walk in love this morning. And so, Holy Ghost, we ask you to take us into a deeper understanding and revelation of how the Father used that res that resurrection of his Son to show us love as believers. So we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We pray that others who will get to listen to this podcast or listen to this message on podcast will, too, 
uh, be allowed to see the love of the Father, that their eyes will be open to it. Father, that you will show them through the resurrection of your son, Jesus, just how much you love us and just how much you desire for unbelievers to become believers. And so we're praying that that resurrection power from the resurrection of Jesus would touch hearts and minister to hearts right now, Lord God, and break them free this morning. Lord God, as they hear this word this morning. So we give you the praise. We give you the glory. A lot of people don't like to talk about the resurrection, Father. They don't like to talk about the death, Lord God. But we believe that you were showing us the love of the Father through your son's death, burial, and his resurrection. So we choose to believe it this morning. We receive it this morning. And we pray that others too, Lord God, will hear this message and that it will resonate with them and speak to them and minister love to them, Lord, as you attempt to show them your love, Lord God, through learning about your son's resurrection. So we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor this morning for this word. Thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's go here quickly to the book of John chapter 16. We want to pick up at verse 26 this morning. Again, we're looking at what the resurrection reveals to us and we're praying and hope that it reveals love to us and that we catch the message here, catch the revelation that this is the father here trying to reveal to us, uh, show to us the love uh, of the Father for uh, believers and unbelievers alike through the resurrection of his son, Jesus. So let's go here and just see what uh, Jesus had to say about it. It's all in red, so you know that's him talking, him teaching, and him uh, instructing us. So verse 26 says this, it says, At that day ye shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you, that I will pray the Father for you. Amen. So it's already beginning to take shape right there is that Jesus is saying, my God, out of love for us, he know we're not able uh, to ask the Father anything. Sometimes we're so hesitant about asking the Father, but Jesus said, look, because I love you, I'm going to pray to the Father for you, just like he's praying to the Father for those disciples right there. Remember, this was kind of a, a puzzling experience for them. As we learned yesterday, you know, it, it, it was it was puzzling for them. They, they had problems and difficulty trying to understand all of this. It perplexed them. And so Jesus is letting them know, don't worry about it, because I love you, and because I have a love relationship with the Father, I'm going to intercede for you. I'm going to pray to the Father for you because I love you. So don't don't be afraid. Don't be perplexed. Don't be don't let my resurrection puzzle you. Uh, my Father already planned this. I accepted this, and so He's going to raise me up on the third day, and He's going to show you His love for you through my resurrection. Amen. And so Jesus is putting them at ease here. You know, letting them know, man, that, you know, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, he's going to pray to the father for them. What he's doing, you know, is for us. Amen. Verse 27, he says, for the father himself loveth you. Look at that. There it is right there. Because ye have loved me and I have believed that I came out from him. Amen. Amen. And so we see it right there. The resurrection shows that the father himself loves us. That's what he's saying to them right there, putting them at ease. He says, you know, for the father himself loveth you because ye have loved me and have believed that I came out from God. That's so important right there. He building that case. He's putting them at ease. He's letting them know, reassuring them, just like he's reassuring us right now who's reading this, 
who's understanding this, putting ourselves right there in that conversation because we are involved in that conversation. It applies to us just like it applied to them. They are believers. These are these disciples are believers. They're they're in a close circle with Jesus and they're right there. They're going to be instrumental in how this message is going to get out to everybody else after they're having that conversation, after they're having that visitation with the Lord himself. Now we get to get in on it because he's speaking to us now. This word is coming off these pages. It's ministering to us right now, just like it ministered to them. He says, look, the father loved you. That's why he's doing what he's doing through me. He's showing you that love. Amen. And don't be sad. Don't be perplexed. Don't be puzzled that I'm getting ready to die and depart from you. He said, because I'm going to get up out of that grave after three days when everything will be fulfilled. Believe me, the father loves you too much to leave you comfortless because he's going to send you a helper. He's going to send you a counselor. He's going to send someone in my place. Amen. He's got the Holy Ghost that's coming. His, his promise to you. So he's not going to leave you comfortless. Amen. Verse 28, he says, I came forth from the father and am come into the world Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. So he said, look, I'm just going back to where I came from. You're going to need me to be there going forward. All of this right now is puzzling and perplexing you. So I need to go back because I finished my earthly duty right now, but I have not finished my heavenly duty. I'm going back to sit on the throne with my Father and I'm going to continue to love you by advocating for you, by being your high priest intercessor. And plus that, the Father and I are going to send you a comforter. So, so it's expedient that I go so that the promise of my Father can come, that he can continue to show you love through my resurrection. That's going to demonstrate even after now when I leave that I'm still going to be in a relationship with you. I'm still going to maintain a relationship with you because we're going to send you the, the third person of the Godhead body, and he's going to be with you. He's going to continue to teach you all truth. He's going to continue to bring things back to your remember so you don't forget what I taught you while I was here with you. He says, so life will continue for you if you continue to believe. The Father will continue to show you the power of his love through my resurrection. It's expedient that I do this, you know, just like he's, he's, I'm, I, 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 he, I rose from the dead. Some people are going to be risen from spiritual uh, death by you, you know. And so he's, he's letting them know, just, just don't worry about it, you know. And so verse 28, he says, I came forth from the Father. And am come into this world again. I leave the world and I go to my father. So he says, my resurrection is necessary because it validates who I am. I am the Messiah. I'm the Christ. I'm the son of the living God. I'm the anointed one. I'm the only name by which you can be saved. But if I don't get up out of the grave and go back to the father, amen, then the comforter cannot come to continue to reinforce that I am the Messiah. You know, I am the one and only true and the living son of God. I'm the only one who can forgive you of your sins. I'm the only one, you know, I'm the only one. Then he goes on in verse 29. He says, his disciples said unto him, lo, now speaketh thou plainly and speaketh not a proverb. And see, a proverb sometimes is just that little simple uh, speech that you make that is based on truth and common sense. In other words, just believe it. Take it for face value. This is Jesus talking. This is not your common everyday uh, person you just bump into. 
So these are these are simple, plain words that he's giving them, simple instruction. And you got to have some common sense because it's really based on truth. Don't add nothing to it. Don't take nothing from it. Just embrace it and believe it. That's what Jesus is telling them. And they think he's speaking in some type of riddle or proverb. He's not. He's not trying to confuse you. The message is real simple, you know, that the Father reveals his love for us through his resurrection of his son. Plain and simple. Just keep it right there, you know. Verse 30, he says, now are we sure that thou knoweth all things and needeth not that any man should ask thee, but this we believe that thou camest from God. There it is. Now they're beginning to get the picture because the resurrection initially, based on what we just read in verse 29, it exposed that they really had weak faith. But because Jesus kept ministering to them and reassuring them, now their faith is beginning to change. It's beginning to grow because he's now beginning to reveal more to them. And so now they're saying, okay, we're, we're understanding now. You came out from the Father. You're going back to the Father. You're going to send us a comfort of the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> so love will take you from weak faith sometimes because that's how faith works. Faith works by love. Amen. Faith works by love. And love works by faith. And so we're beginning to see love working right here by faith. And we're beginning to see their faith now working because they love him. So they decided to believe him, you know, been with them so long. So I'm pretty sure by now they begin to understand that, yeah, it sounds like he's speaking in Proverbs. But if you really, really listen and believe what he's saying, now love can begin to reassure you and minister to you that this is why he's doing what he's doing because he loves us. That's it. That's don't, no proverb, no confusion, you know, no perplexity. That is so simple and to the point. So he's not really speaking in proverbs, even though sometimes it sounds that way, you know. But if you really listen and believe by faith, then the love of God can begin to minister to you. Amen. About whatever he did, all of it is based on love, death, burial, resurrection, sinless life, whatever Jesus did, the persecution, whatever he went through, it was all by love. Amen. And so we'll just come to terms and believe that then we can be blessed because we can go from weak faith to having strong faith, active faith, living faith, and then love can work by that faith and faith, our faith can work by that love. And we'll believe God all the way to the end. Amen. So verse 30, he says, now are we sure that thou, uh, that, that thou knoweth all things. That's very important that no matter what Jesus said, we got to say based on what he said. And so now they're saying, now we know. We hear you talking now. You're reassuring us now. You're speaking to us now in plain language. We understand now, okay? And so if we're going to uh, uh, love, uh, receive the love of God, then we have to understand that the love does not start with us. Therefore, it should not end with us. Amen? It's got to be shared. It's got to be given away. You know what they're saying there? It says, they said, knoweth all that thou knoweth all things, and needeth not that any man should ask thee, should, man should ask thee, by this we believe that thou camest from the Father. Okay, amen. So if you believe that now, go ahead on and share that love with other people. Just don't believe it and keep it to yourself. If you believe it, now walk by faith in it. Go share that with someone else by faith. Don't be afraid. Be emboldened by it. Be encouraged by it. If you really believe that he came from the Father, 
Now share that love with someone else. Verse 31, he says, Jesus answered them, do ye now believe? He wanted to reassure it. It's sort of like when he asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? Three times. Jesus always wanted to be reassured. He wanted to give people a chance to make sure that they heard him right because he don't want them to think that like sometimes people say one thing, but they meant something else. He want to make sure, you know, and he, so he asked them, you know, you believe me now? You know, so he questioned their, their, you know, their, their earlier profession, because remember they were weak earlier. Now they're changing their mind and they're beginning to get the picture. So he wanted to question that profession that they made. And sometimes it's going to feel like that in, in our lives that we walk. It's going to feel like sometimes we're being questioned. Amen. We're being asked a question sometimes because the Lord always want to confirm what he says to us through our action, through our conduct. So he asks us, do we believe? Do we know who he is? Do we know who it is that's talking to us? Do you know, we know who it is that's motivating us. Do we know who it is love that has been given to us by the father? You know, he wants to always reaffirm that. Amen. Then he goes on to say in verse 32, behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come that ye shall be scattered every man to his own and shall leave me alone. Yet I am not alone because the father is with me. Amen. And so Jesus is saying here, you know, that, hey, look, do you think that it was not the love of the father that kept me on that cross when I was on that cross? He said, so I'm not alone. The father was with me on the cross when I gave up my life. When I said it was finished, he was with me then. He's going to be with me when I return back to him. He's going to be both of us are going to be with you because we're going to send our next best representative, which is the Holy Ghost. And so he's saying, the father not going to leave me. I'm not going to leave you. We're not going to leave you. We're going to send you a comforter. And all three of us going to be with you forever. You know, as long as you continue to believe, you'll always have access to the father through the son. Amen. And the son through the Holy Ghost and the, and, 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 the, and the Holy Ghost will give you access to me and the father because the father and I will be together. He's never going to leave me. I'm never going to leave you. We're never going to leave you. We're not going to leave you confidence. Believe me, we love you too much. And so he's reassuring them right here. He said, you know, think about it. If he was with me on that cross, you know, he's going to be with me now. Amen. When he, when I'm off the cross, you know, I'm off the cross. Now I finished that. That's over. Your salvation has been paid for. Now we can get on with the business of loving you the way the father want to love you unconditionally, you know, but just you were there. You saw me on the cross. That was the love of the father right there. He kept me on that cross. He was with me then. He's with me now. And he's never going to leave us just like I'm never going to leave you. We're never going to leave you. We're going to be with you until the end of the age. My father and the Holy Ghost. We're going to remain with you, you know, and just like he was with me, he's going to be with you now. And, and, and amen. And we're going to share in that relationship. Amen. Amen. So let's look at verse 33 for the final verse of this chapter here. And it says, these things have I spoken unto you that in me, ye might have peace. See, love will bring peace into the situation. In the world, ye shall have peace tribulations amen in the world so we have to understand that we're in the world but we're not of the world 
It requires the love of God, the understanding of the love of God to allow us to be able to be of good cheer while we in this world that's so laden with tribulations, trials, and tests everywhere. But if you can stand firm on your belief in the love of the Father, you will, you will begin to see the peace of God that will come into your hearts, keeping your mind stayed on him. That's what it's all about. Proverbs 20, uh, 26, I'm sorry, Isaiah 26 and 3 says, he whose mind is stayed on the Father, on, on the Lord, will keep him in perfect peace if your mind stayed on him. That's the love of the Father right there. He'll give you peace if you show your love. If you, if you declare your love, stand on your love, don't forget that your love, don't forget the love of the Father, don't forget the love of the Father that's in your heart by the Holy Ghost, if you'll continue to let that love shine through, the peace of God will come upon you, and I don't care what kind of trial, tribulation, circumstance, you'll be able to go through it. You'll go from weak faith to strong, firm faith that'll work by love, and that's what he's telling them right there, you know. He said, look, the resurrection understanding it through uh, through love. You got to look at it through the eyes of love. You got to look at what God is showing us uh, through the resurrection. He's showing us the love that he had for us by letting his son die and then keeping him in the grave for three days and then raising him up. And so now we have resurrection power to strengthen our faith. Amen. And so that's what happens. It strengthens our faith so that true peace can come in, you know, so that true peace of mind can come in. You know, I'm not worried about anything. If the father could love his son so much and put him on that cross, I know he can love me right now. I don't care what trial, what tribulation. I, I have peace about that. <clears throat> I'm not any longer perplexed or worried about that. I know that the father loved me. If he did all of that, you know, for me to put his son on that cross, allow him to die, then I have peace right there. I, I have peace about that. So I can be of good cheer. And he says it right there. He says, in the world you live in, you're going to have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have already overcome this world. And so we ought to receive peace right there. The world cannot give us peace. The world is loaded down with trouble. But when God's love begins to minister to us, amen, when that resurrection power kicks in, when the truth about the resurrection, what God is trying to show us through the resurrection you know, his son on that cross, then I, I'm telling you, we can handle any earthly trial or, tri or tribulation so we can be of good peace about that. We can be of good cheer about that. We can have the peace of God. That's a good level of peace right there if you keep your mind stayed on that. And he said, it is the peace of his son Jesus that would triumph in those situations. That, that, that word, I love that word triumph. It means it, it, it continues man to defeat any trouble, any struggle, any trial, any test that you come up against. If you just continue to walk in the love of the father, you can go through anything, but you got to choose to do it. It just doesn't happen automatically. You have to make a choice to do it. Amen. And that's what the father is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, trying to remind us, or as we started out, he's trying to show us, amen, how he loves us. He's not going to forsake us. He's not going to abandon us, amen, because if he can put his son on the cross to die for us and then allow him to get up out the grave on the third day and to come back to him and continue to intercede for us, continue to be at the right hand as our high priest, the Bible says, as our high priest intercessor, <clears throat> forever living to make intercession for us, amen. And so he's still yet loving us, 
at the right hand of the Father, and he's still loving us because he sent us the Holy Ghost to remind us and to comfort us. So we thank the Father this morning for his love that continues to work for us, even though he's not right here physically with us. Amen. But his his spirit is with us. Amen. And he's never going to leave us and he's never going to forsake us. So we thank the Father for his spirit. So, Father, as we come this morning in the name of Jesus, we thank you that, Lord, we'll learn so much from the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We've learned so much, Father God, this uh, this this uh, beginning of this 2000, the year of 2020, about how to live for Jesus, Lord God. It's going to require us to have a good and a clear understanding about the love of the Father, Lord God. Even now, that love continues to reach many. That love continues to expand to many, Lord God. But Father, we the believers, we embrace the fact this morning that you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You gave us proof after proof after proof about the love of the Father. So we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning. You said by this, Lord, all men shall know that we are your disciples, Lord, because, Lord God, your love has been proven, O God. And so, Father, therefore, we are to love one another. We are to love others, those who persecute us, Lord God, those, Lord God, who believe like we believe. We are to love, O God, and walk in love, Lord God, even though we face trials and tribulations like the next believer, like the next unbeliever. But God, you're saying, oh God, that we are the instruments, we are the vessels that have been left in this earth, Lord God, to continue, Lord God, to spread love and show love. And you said it's to be unselfish, Lord God, just like you said, oh God, about your second commandment. You said the second one is like unto it, that we shall love our neighbors as ourselves. And so we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning, Father God, that love is so sincere as we read in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 9. You said, let love be without dissimulation, Lord God. Abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. And so it takes love, Lord, working in us for us to continue to cleave to that which is good. And you say you want love to continue to abound. That's what the resurrection is all about. That's why Jesus got up so that love can continue to abound through us in this world that's laden with tribulation and trials and struggles and difficulty. As we read in the Paul's letter in first Thessalonians chapter three, verse 12, when he says, and the love and the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even a man as we do toward you. And so, Father, we thank you that that love is to be fervent in us. As we read in First Peter chapter 1, verse 22, you said, seeing ye have purified your souls and obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfrightened love, of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. And so, Father, we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning, Lord God, for helping us this morning, Lord God, to be sincere, to abound in that love and to be fervent that we might prove our unselfish discipleship of God, that you are with us, your, your, your love is in our hearts, that we're able, Lord, to love others unconditionally. <clears throat> because love is what this world needs right now, God. If we are to ever make it, Lord God, in this life, we need love. Man is trying to govern 
himself right now without you and without your love. And Father, it is it is it is selfish, oh God, for man to think that he can do anything without God. So we're praying right now in the name of Jesus that our leaders, our nation leaders will understand, Father, that there is love available. There is unconditional love available. And Father, we're just praying right now that that love, the love of the Father, would touch every heart that's out there right now, starting with our governmental officials, those that are in positions of leadership and authority over us that govern the affairs of your people. Father, we're praying that they would do it in love, out of love for the Father. And so, Father, we are praying right now that the Holy Spirit of God will convict their hearts right now where there has been hearts that are waxed so cold, God, so full of hatred, so full of bigotry, so full of self-interest, oh God. We're praying that right now, God, that some kind of way that the love of God will flow into those hard hearts and those stiff necks right now, those places where sin has come in and caused many to wax colder and colder, that their love right now, Lord God, is just it's 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 not visible to the to the people right now, but we're praying that the love of God will be restored unto them, Lord God. And Father, they would do, Lord God, hallelujah, what they were elected to do, God. We're living in a cycle right now, Father, where there is so much tribulation in this world right now, but we know love has the answer to all of it, that your people may have peace of mind. And so, Father, let the power of the resurrection of God flow into those places right now and touch every heart right now. Lord, even those right now, Lord God, that don't believe that there is a God, we're praying right now in the name of Jesus. Let that love begin to minister to them. Let that spirit of love, let that spirit of love begin to convict them right now, God. Oh, let them be touched by the love of the Father this morning as we were touched and we we turned and we repented and we gave our life to you. And Father, we're still serving you. We're still born again believers today, God, believing, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you are still yet drawing sinners to you, God. You're still yet saving because you said if you be lifted up in this earth, when that's what we're praying, that we'll continue as believers to go forth and live our lives starting right now in 2020 for Jesus, Lord God, showing love, choosing to love everybody all the time and in every situation, Lord God, that the word and the message of love may get out to the people that, Lord God, it'll break up that hard heart, Lord God, that file of ground, Lord God. And Father, they will feel the impact of the love of the Father. We're praying now that the power of your resurrection, God, that you will use it to show others the love of the Father, that you allow your son to stay on that cross through love, to complete that work. And when he said it was finished and gave up the ghost, Father, you allowed him to come back to heaven. But you sent us a comforter, Lord God, one that can continue to bring back to our remembrance how much the Father loved us and show us that love. Not only us, God, who believe, but those who are far off, Lord God, those who worship you with their mouth and not with their heart. We're praying that you draw those hearts closer to you, Lord God. And we're asking this morning in the name of Jesus, oh, that you would just continue to pour out your love. Lord, as we lift up your name this morning, we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. And we thank you this morning that we can walk in love and we can show others love, Lord God. Let that love, Lord God, be sincere. Let it continue to abound. Let it be fervent in us, Lord God. Let it be unselfish in us, Lord God. And Father, let it prove our discipleship, that we are followers of Christ because we love the brethren and we give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor this morning for just helping us, Lord God, to walk in love, to show love, and we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right then, well, 